ಗುರುಪದ And that was Dr. Uttara Chausal Karvetas on audio gyan. Uttara is a trained Hindustani classical vocalist and in passionate pursuit of aesthetics in music. She has also been following the Baul music of Bengal. After doing her graduation in English literature, she acquired the master's degree in music in 1992. A UGC fellow, Uttara was awarded the doctorate degree in music by SNDT Women's University, Mumbai, in 2003. On the traditional side, she has been trained under the able tutelage of the renowned vocalist, late Dr. Srimati Sushila Ji Pohankar, for more than two decades. To find out more about her, you can visit uttarachausalkar.com, which is given in the description below also. Uh, this audio can is mainly to unravel the bowel side of her work and explore this brilliant tradition which has its roots in Bengal. So thank you Uttara for giving us your time and it's a real honor to have you on audio again. Thank you once again for giving us your time. Yeah. Joy Guru. Yeah. It's a pleasure to talk about Baul. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, I mean, uh, I have uh, come up with few questions uh, regarding uh, Baul Mm -hmm. music and also Mm -hmm. trying to document as much uh, things as we can. Mm -hmm. And you introduce with uh, a song which is a form of Baul, right? Right. So, can you tell us uh, what is Baul? I mean, uh, what's the history behind it? Yeah. Uh, how does it fit in the overall scheme of things? Right. So, Baul is a very old tradition hmm. of music hmm. and Baul is a lifestyle. Hmm. So these are fakirs, basically. These are sannyasis who hmm. have renounced the world hmm. and they are completely devoted to the divine. Hmm. So, you may call the divine as God or anything you wish to, but mm. the Bowls call it the divine. Mm. And they have different uh, expressions of the divine. Mm. I mean, some of them who are from the Vaishnava Parampara, mm. they believe that uh, the divine is uh, Lord Krishna and Radha mm. together mm. in unison. Mm. Then there are the Sufi Bowls mm. who uh, do not say that Baul is like the divine is Allah or they don't give it a name. Mm. They just say that it is the supreme power mm. and that we surrender to the supreme power. Mm. Is Kabir part of the uh, cult? Or? Um, not really because okay. uh, though the thought process is parallel, mm-hmm. like uh, whatever philosophy Kabir has uh, uh, written in his verses, mm. 
the philosophy is much more the same because hmm. even in maharashtra the varkari sampradaya hmm. the varkari sampradaya the thought process of varkari sampradaya is also very parallel with what the baul philosophy is okay so okay. basically all over india we will see that the uh, surrender hmm. the feeling of surrender is the same Mm-hmm. But Baul in particular has had three influences. We talked about two. That was mm-hmm. Vaishnava Sampradaya and Sufi. Mm-hmm. So the third influence that Baul has on it mm-hmm. is of the Buddhist philosophy. Oh, so where again peace and love mm-hmm. is the message. Mm-hmm. So Baul now is like a cult mm-hmm. which is following music mm-hmm. as its practice of devotion. Okay. So okay. then from that practice arises the Baul songs. Mm-hmm. So Baul songs are the uh, this this is like a meditative form of art mm. where you are performing not for yourself not for the audience mm. but you are performing as a prayer mm. so every time a Baul singer sings a song mm. it is like a prayer to the divine mm-hmm. and surrender is the most important facet of it mm. so when we talk about the songs now where did the songs come from mm. so the Vaishnava Bauls believe mm. that uh, it came from the saint poet chaitanya mahaprabhu okay so if we talk about the history i think roughly around 15th century chaitanya mahaprabhu uh, was existent mm-hmm. and it seems that chaitanya mahaprabhu is the incarnation of lord krishna himself correct but how in a difference mm. because he is a incarnation of krishna mm. and has radha bhav in him mm-hmm. so the mentality is of radha mm. and he is a form of krishna mm. but his color is fair because he is radha bhav mm-hmm. so he has the color of radha mm-hmm. so it is believed that he is the incarnation of lord krishna and radha in one mm-hmm. and that's why chaitanya mahaprabhu was also called as the gauranga mm-hmm. and he wrote uh, he recited eight shlokas which are called as the shikshashtakam okay and the vaishnava bauls believe that whatever is written in these eight shlokas mm-hmm. is their treatise Mm-hmm. So all the songs that come in the Vaishnava Parampara are based on these eight shlokas, mm-hmm. and these eight shlokas talk uh, talk only about surrender mm-hmm. and using the uh, name chanting mm-hmm. that that is where which we call as Nam Sankirtan mm-hmm. all over India. Correct. So chanting the Lord's name mm-hmm. is the only purpose of human life, mm-hmm. and only that will give you all bliss and mm-hmm. all. Uh, Uh, whatever you require in this world will okay. be given to you because you chant the lord's name mm-hmm. but uh, so like whatever songs are designed or uh, the way the lyrics are formed are those uh, originally from those eight shlokas or uh, they are like i i want to just understand the way uh, in at least in maharashtra we had hmm. tukaram who used to write his own lyrics and right. then chant them right. similarly here was yes. there artist who wrote and then recited or it was like something prescribed already yeah it is exactly as you say that the artist wrote themselves the song huh. and they started singing them huh. and their followers started following them okay so there was uh, one disciple of chaitanya mahaprabhu who was called as nitai Hmm. So Nitai started uh, Nityananda. That hmm. is Nityananda hmm. is called also as Nitai. Hmm. Uh, so he was the one who started writing the songs hmm. and started singing them. Hmm. And then when there were followers, hmm. and there were two more importantly uh, um, contribu- important contributors in the Baul tradition. Hmm. One is Lalon Fakir. So okay. Lalon Fakir comes from the Sufi tradition hmm. because he went through a life situation where he was a Hindu, but he got lost and he was looked after by a Muslim, and then he was disowned by his own family. Hmm. So all that shock, 
मेड हिम राइट पोएट्री सो ही स्टार्टेड राइटिंग अबाउट वाई देर शुड बी नो डिफरेंसेज ऑफ रिलीजन एंड वाई शुड वी शेड ऑल द डिफरेंसेज एंड वी शुड बी लाइक यूनाइटेड टूगेदर बिकॉज अवर अल्टीमेट गोल इज रीचिंग द डिवाइन लाइक अल्टीमेट गोल इज गॉड और अल्टीमेट गोल इज पीस सो ट्रूथ या आई मीन समथिंग विच इज गुड समथिंग दैट इज गुड इन लाइफ समथिंग दैट इज ब्लिसफुल इज वॉट वी नीड टू अचीव so he was one hmm. he was lalon fakir and he wrote multifarious songs hmm. most of the songs are uh, based on these discriminations and how people should go grow out of these discriminations mm-hmm. he wants peace basically mm-hmm. he doesn't want these differences mm-hmm. he also has some teachings in his songs okay which are like philosophical teachings mm-hmm. which tell you that okay you should not deviate from your uh, goals mm-hmm. you should not be carried away by your vices mm-hmm. all those things mm-hmm. and then there is another baul who's uh, called as bhoba pagla Hmm. he is also a very famous baul hmm. and it is told that he he used to uh, he was like a um fakir who is like uh, isolated hmm. himself from the world hmm. he used to stay in the trunk of a tree hmm. and he used to compose songs hmm. and then people who could hear those songs started following those songs hmm. so even that is a big uh, contribution hmm. and then there are other bauls hmm. who started practicing these songs hmm. and they were influenced by the poetry and they wrote their own poetry hmm. so they have been adding uh to the uh, parampara mm-hmm. and there are also some ba- pali language songs okay which are from the buddhist, buddhist charya giti correct so all that has contributed to the baul uh, ripatwa mm-hmm. no and uh, sorry to like deep dive further into it uh so those questions uh, so those uh, uh, lyrics who have written hmm. are obviously written by saint like people or yeah. or in the contemporary time do people just take that or are there people who are still writing it because these are fakir right so yeah, they yeah. they have this uh, uh, innate uh, uh, thing to write on their own so right. does that happen still yeah there are still contributors who are writing songs hmm. and e- even then uh, it is still being transported through the oral tradition itself okay Okay. now with the modern age like when i have started learning baul from parvati ji hmm. because parvati ji is a person who's a globe trotter and she has to relate with uh, uh, students and lovers of baul all over the world hmm. she has uh, started you know uh, allowing us to record songs hmm. but with a responsibility hmm. that we don't misuse the songs or we don't uh, share them hmm. and you know make them like popular songs correct because they believe that the song is a prayer correct it's and very sacred it's yeah. a sacred thing and basically more than sacred they want it to be like a teaching hmm. so what they say is when you are singing a baul song hmm. you have to be the song hmm. now how do you explain this be the song hmm. i mean you have to really believe what you are singing hmm. like for example if i am singing a song which is about radha bhav hmm. so what is radha bhav basically radha bhav is longing for krishna correct we all know as per the story that once uh, krishna moved away from gokul hmm. to mathura he never met radha back again hmm. so radha was left pining there correct so not just radha the whole entire gokul everybody was left pining correct so that pining is hmm. the aim of uh, the song hmm. the text of the song hmm. so if i am singing a song of radha bhav hmm. i need to believe that i am feeling that hmm. see i am not radha i am a person who is in from the modern age correct but when i am singing the song hmm. i have to relate to that subject hmm. i have to be radha hmm. and i have to sing what radha would have sung in that pain hmm. or that agony hmm. okay because these songs are called as the living wisdom examples hmm. 
देर इज अ विजडम दैट इज बीन कैरिड थ्रू दीज सॉन्ग्स एंड दैट पाइनिंग इज नॉट जस्ट लस्टफुल पाइनिंग लाइक अ लवर पाइनिंग फॉर अदर लवर इट इज नॉट दैट इट इज एक्चुअली द ह्यूमन क्वेस्ट टू रीच द अल्टीमेट ट्रूथ सो इफ यू कॉल द क्वेस्ट एज राधा एंड द ट्रूथ एज कृष्णा वी कैन रिलेट इट इन द मॉडर्न वर्ल्ड ऑल्सो ब्यूटिफुल ब्यूटिफुल बट दिस ऑल्सो exist in the traditional classical music also right yes i mean uh, like if you listen to bhimsen joshi they are in their own yeah. trance yeah. so what differentiates the lyrics only or um, what 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 are the differentiators uh, if if a person is purely in a trance mode for say khayal music and yeah. classical so mm. how does that differ yeah basically baul songs are shabdagan hmm. so the words are the most important ones hmm so you might find bauls who are not singing in tune also okay but their words will be very perfect hmm. and the emotions that they are hmm. expressing hmm. that are that, that is the most important thing hmm. whereas in classical music words are important it's hmm. not that words are not important hmm. but classical music explores the musical side more correct like correct. the musical ideas or the musical wisdom of ragas which has been carried through traditions hmm. there is a gist in each raga hmm. so every musician strives to explore that gist to the fullest mm. and explain it into the fullest mm. express it to the fullest mm-hmm. so maybe we can actually it is not a very good idea to differentiate two different art forms or compare correct. two different correct. art forms correct. but just for our understanding yeah yeah that we right. can say that rag music explores the rag wisdom so mm. it is the musical trance Mm. which is very musical mm. which is related to the beat which is related to the note which is related to the expression of the singer's voice mm. or the intensity with what he is singing mm-hmm. the words take a little back seat mm. i won't say that they are not important yeah. they are important but they are a little lesser important mm. in classical music than in baul music mm-hmm. because in baul music if you don't know the words by heart mm. you cannot reach the emotion Mm. and if you are not pronouncing the words right mm. you don't reach the emotion mm. so the word pronunciation the authenticity of the words mm. is very very important and mm. the expression the bhava mm. because nothing else is important i can just tell you a short story about a baul mm. because bauls are full of stories they are very uh, you know they have lot of animated things in their life mm. so they there was this baul fakir mm. who was singing in a baul mela baul mm. mela is a gathering of bauls where everybody sings mm. all bauls will sing mm. so he was playing the ektara and he was singing mm. after a while one of the bauls realized that there is no string on the ektara mm. so there is no string no string on the ektara oh, oh, okay oh, but oh. he still acha strumming it uh-huh. okay so this baul went and asked the other baul that um, you are playing you are singing the song but there is no ta- string on your ektara mm. he said how does it matter mm. don't you get the bhava in the song uh, if you get the bhava that's it wow. i don't have money to buy the string so i don't have a string <laughs> i can still brilliant, sing brilliant yeah there's i mean two... these are the stories yeah yeah uh sutra so, i would like to ask you uh, actually the next question is um, this is a personal uh, like a curiosity thing so traditionally most of the folk arts have been like a group activity yeah right so how come uh, like baul evolved into a solo act i mean i understand that it is for a particular uh, reaching yeah. at a particular conscious yeah. level yeah. but still um, i mean recently i did a, a audio gan with meeti desai okay. and the question was why is classical form in general mm-hmm. uh, a solo activity and mm-hmm. the answer was very beautiful that it, it these are not like 
these are more transcendental arts mm-hmm. so uh, just to add to that thought more hmm. uh, this especially is for uh, reaching the divine right 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 uh but still there are group activities sometimes they solo yeah. most of the yeah. times it's solo so yeah. can you elaborate on that actually baul has both mm. but if you are doing it like a, a, a meditation mm. it has to be solo right Correct. because if a song is a teaching mm-hmm. and you want to learn the teaching mm. you cannot do it as a group activity but mm. also bauls are doing it in a group activity in another way okay. that is when they gather together get mm. together mm. they will share songs mm. so in that becomes a group activity there mm. are many baul artists who will perform along with accompanying instruments okay. like right now i am using only one instrument for this podcast that is yeah. the ektara mm. so the solo bauls mm. the soloists in bauls they use ektara they use a drum that is called as the duggi mm. which is tied to their waist mm. and they have anklets in their feet mm. because bauls are supposed to Uh, surrender their entire body while they are singing mm-hmm. so they are dancing and singing mm-hmm. so that is a solo thing mm-hmm. but to add to it to enhance it mm-hmm. there are other instruments like the shrikhol mm-hmm. which is a, a drum instrument again mm-hmm. percussion instrument i mean mm-hmm. then there is a an instrument called as dotara which is like a sarod mm-hmm. so which is used for the musical side okay so when they come together mm-hmm. it's like a whole uh, group activity Hmm. but because it is a meditative form of art because it is something which you are learning like every time i sing a song hmm. i must progress in my mind in that thought hmm. it is that what is expected from me hmm. so though it is a solo activity it also has a group with it hmm. and people prefer to have their own choices like some of them want to be soloists hmm. so they are independent hmm. some of them have their accompanist with them hmm. and uh, though it is like a solo activity hmm. um, when the melas happen Hmm. it becomes it turns into a group activity and there are certain songs which everybody sings together hmm. so at the end of a baul performance hmm. what does a baul do even hmm. if he is a soloist hmm. what he will do is he will in- involve all the uh, people who are listening to the songs hmm. in the naam sankirtan hmm. he will invite them to sing along with him hmm. so that is the extreme uh, Uh, state hmm. of ecstasy hmm. in the baul music performance say hmm. where the audience is involved hmm. in it hmm. and they are sing the naam along with the Correct. main baul singer hmm. so then it turns into a group activity actually hmm. so it's very interesting baul hmm. has all these facets with it yeah. is it similar to the name chanting which happens in iskon is it like connected or is it totally different yes yes of course it is uh, the same as it is in iskon uh-huh. but in iskon uh, the faith uh, part is more mm-hmm. and the expression bodily like jumping up mm-hmm. and uh, expressing the whole entire being mm. that is more prevalent Achha. the music part is a little secondary there though mm-hmm. they use musical instruments and they have a lot of uh, naam uh, sankirtan happening with correct. lots of huge i mean sounds of bells and everything correct correct but bauls have it in a very musical way mm-hmm. so it it is a little different but it is actually the same like mm-hmm. uh, just to look at it it might look different but mm-hmm. the aim is the same mm-hmm. yeah uh, now since uh, like the baul Uh, if we can safely say that it's predominantly like a solo activity mm-hmm. uh, uh, how does the improvisation take place i mean uh, uh, is it similar to classical music where uh, the artist tries to achieve a trance by mm. just exploring the raga mm. uh, and overall things like that so how does a baul musician improvise i mean mm. on which thread on which lines it it keeps evolving how the lyrics change or mm. how it is uh, yeah. transferred yeah. to the next generation yeah this is a very interesting question because the answer itself is very uh, intriguing mm. 
the bowels believe mm. and i have experienced that mm. that you have to be very honest when you are singing mm. so there are days when you are down mm. in your personal life or mm. there are days when you are ep- extremely happy mm. so you know if you are very honest to yourself mm. every time you sing the song it is going to be different mm. it is like um, i don't know how to compare it with anything like mm. maybe you can compare it with cooking mm. i don't know it's a very strange comparison mm. but you know every day you cook mm. and there are days when the same dish turns out to be like marvelous mm. you are cooking it the same way every day but mm. some there are some days when it becomes magical mm. so like that's exactly what the bowl say that it has to be very honest mm. and if you are very honest to your true self you cannot repeat yourself mm. because every day is different you are growing each day mm. you are changing each day mm. each day your experiences are making you a better person mm. so if you are talking about improvisation improvisation is for the listeners to understand that oh this has been improvised but the singer per se mm. is just being honest to himself or herself wow and wow. he lets himself be mm. you know what i mean letting himself be mm. it is like completely exposing yourself to the space around you to mm. the music that is within and to the song the song is taking you places mm. like interestingly when i met parvati baul who is my guru now mm. So when I met her and I asked her can I learn baul music from you she said to me you come to me in my ashram let the ektara decide mm. let the ektara choose you if the ektara chooses you i will teach you mm. so this is something which is very difficult for a scientific person you know like scientific minded modern person mm. to understand correct but how can a thing choose me mm. but that is what they believe because they they have these kind of uh, philosophies this kind of mysticism mm. which is very difficult to you know like break down or understand i think it's it also that they believe that there is a consciousness yes, uh, in yes. everything yeah, maybe yeah. that was uh, so is it uh, like is it like you said it has to be very honest and uh, transparent with yourself right yeah, yeah. so uh, as it to do with the state of your mind uh, continuously because then the, the artist doesn't have reference points that i had sung in this uh, yes, raga yes. or this pitch yes, uh, yes. and is it bound in ragas also or is it like uh, open uh, uh, there are few very few ragas actually which are used mm. most commonly bhairavi is used mm-hmm. and there are few other ragas also which are used but they don't stick to the rules of the raga Mm-hmm. see we were talking about classical music also correct so in classical music the trance is the musical trance that i told you mm-hmm. so the musician puts his best to explore the raga and the tal to the mm-hmm. best possible way he knows it correct so even he is honest it's mm-hmm. not that the classical musician is not honest mm-hmm. he is very honest mm-hmm. and he is very very sincere to the rag structure mm. to the development of the rag mm. the rules of the rag the grammar the tal everything like he is doing a very a difficult job also mm. because he is managing the tal the sur the notes the rag the expression the emotion the emotion yeah. and using his entire being mm. to put out the best music he can correct so there both of them are same mm. but in baul what happens is you cannot say that okay today i will sing this variety of song mm. you know i will use this as my tool today mm. you can't do that mm-hmm. because if you attempt to do to that Hmm. you will fail hmm. in the sense when i started learning when i started singing baul i was first practicing only with the ektara hmm. so that was fine i got the hang of it in a while okay then i was given the drum hmm. that made things difficult because now i have to do three different things i have hmm. to sing hmm. i have to play the ektara and i have to play the drum also hmm. so there the concentration levels needs to be more hmm. so you have to be more 
to the focused. focused. Yeah. Hmm. So again, that honesty is that what is focus also. Hmm. Focus and honesty are like the same thing now. Correct, correct. And now after that, I was also asked to dance and sing. Hmm. So when I the state of mind that you are talking about, hmm. if my state of mind is not rightly concentrated, hmm. my feet won't work. It was very difficult for me to uh, dance and sing and play the instruments in the hmm. beginning, hmm. and even now, even now, if we are not into regular practice, and a regular practice in, includes pranayam, yoga, early morning meditation, hmm. and voice practice, hmm. and in the evenings regular dance practice. Mm-hmm. So if that is not done as a daily regime, mm. you cannot perform. Wow, <laughs> it sounds very. Uh, I don't know. I'm short of words right now. Uh, I would say that it's a very good uh, mental and physical exercise. Yeah, if you yeah. really put it that way. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, in the past few years of taking interviews and also learning, uh, I see a pattern where a lot of art forms have evolved from the folk art. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And um, so there are two parts to this question. One is, uh, uh, like I had read this beautiful phrase which says, when you don't know Zen, hmm. rivers are rivers, mountains are mountains. <laughs> Right. Uh, when you have learned, when you are learning Zen, rivers are not rivers, mountains are not mountains. Exactly. And when you have learned Zen, rivers are rivers, mountains are mountains. <laughs> so it just goes around uh, in a circle. And yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the instances which I remember of Kumar Gandharva, where uh, uh, he in his interview he said that folk art is something which uh, a, a folk artist can sing, hmm. but when it when it is taken to the next level of hmm. uh, the higher understanding, hmm. then you need a complete understanding of Hindustani classical to perform that way. Correct. Right? Right. Similarly, uh, if this is a folk art, hmm. um, there needs a higher understanding of classical music to perform this again. Um, yes and no. Achha, can you explain? Yes and no. Yeah. Because, you know, the bowels that I have met, hmm. from whom I have learned songs, hmm. they are not trained in classical music. They don't know what raga is. They okay. absolutely do not know what music saregama is. Okay. They really don't know it. Hmm. And when you listen to them, you are taken into a different world. And you have to experience that to believe it. Because my just me saying that hmm. will not uh, suffice. Hmm. Because I have experienced it. Like when we go for these bowel retreats, hmm. which are like eight-day living workshops with the bowels. Hmm. We stay with the bowels. We live like them. We eat food that they eat. Hmm. We follow all their regime. Hmm. Okay. So when we are with them and when we listen to these bowels, these retreats are play, places where people from all over the world come, mm. not just Indians. Mm. So the first time when I went to this retreat, there is this uh, very old singer called as Kanai Das Mondal. Mm. And he's a blind gentleman. Mm. So he doesn't see the world anyways, but he mm. sees a different world. Mm, you know what I mean. Yeah. So when he sang, all of us listening to the song are crying. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Irrespective of what religion, what caste, what country, what race, everything. Mm. Everybody in the uh, space mm. is crying. Mm. And everybody is very relieved after crying. Mm. Nobody is sad. Mm-hmm. So I, when I saw this, I realized that, oh my God, this man doesn't know music. Mm. But look what his music has done to us. Mm. So how further can I explain that to you? Mm-hmm. So classical music training is can be a, a tool for me, a person like me to understand Baul more. Mm. But that doesn't make me a better Baul singer or uh, because they are not trained in Baul, uh, classical music, they are better singers or it's nothing like that. Okay, It's okay. just the way they approach 
to the song mm-hmm. their approach to the song is not musical that's mm-hmm. with the heart correct, correct that's with the emotion that's with their own being mm-hmm. so then it's a different way of pursuing music only and they don't say that they are singing music mm-hmm. they say that we speak the song mm-hmm. they don't even say that we sing mm-hmm. they say we speak the song it's just lyrical a bit yes mm-hmm. so they don't give importance to the musical part at all mm-hmm. and the beauty is the musical part is the best in it Mm-hmm. so the rawness in it mm-hmm. of the folk culture it's a very organic structure mm-hmm. it's a very uh, raw thing mm-hmm. that like a jungle berry or a jungle flower which is beautiful who doesn't even bother whether the flower has bloomed and whether anybody is looking at me mm-hmm. okay so that's the blooming of the jungle flower it's mm-hmm. the same in baul music but uh, the are there chances of being at repetitive or the listener has to mature enough to understand what to look at <laughs> exactly yeah. you you yourself have answered your question actually mm-hmm. because it is the way it is mm-hmm. the more intent the listener is mm-hmm. he is also going to go on a journey mm-hmm. because bowls believe that when when they are singing a song they are on a journey they mm-hmm. are on a mental progressive journey mm-hmm. and if you are intently listening to them mm-hmm. you are also on the journey and mind you even if you don't know bengali you will experience something mm-hmm. which is beyond words mm-hmm. because that is what i told you that everybody was crying they didn't know what the song was about we mm. knew that it was about radha mm. pining for krishna okay mm. but not them they did know it mm. so then how does it work it works very organically mm. i think it is the way they emote the emotion reaches you mm. because it's like watching a foreign film you know if mm. if you are watching a foreign film without subtitles mm. you might get the gist of it you might get the emotion that oh she is in pain mm. you may not know the words mm. but you will feel the emotion mm. it's the same with baul Mm. the emotion is the leader the emotion is the yeah. uh, key yeah just yesterday we were like i was showing uh, your videos on the website to my mom and dad also mm. uh, and uh, my dad said uh, like if you see typically uh, a bengali f- music it's it's it sounds a bit sad mm. there are certain uh, typical type casted things uh, in a video if there are like there is a c or things like that okay. uh-huh. and uh, what i said is that i think we have to build that taste to listen to it otherwise exactly. it's uh, exactly. it's, it's kind of tough to uh, understand right. because like if you just sit and listen to a baul music i don't think it is that form of entertainment also it's not a form of entertainment yeah, but yeah. if you are very sincere as a listener or yeah. as an onlooker or as an audience yeah. it is bound to affect you correct correct it is bound to affect yeah, you yeah that's yeah. true uh uttar i would like to conclude with one uh, last question okay uh, i understand there are lot of things maybe we can do a series of uh, like episodes just to <laughs> yeah. cover baul music in yeah. detail yeah. and document but for this episode uh, uh, i think um uh, uh, yeah this this would be the last question which okay. is what's the future of baul i mean how can we preserve it what are the steps taken by different performers all around the country around yeah. the world yeah. uh, how is it being how are we planning to nurture it and yeah. keep it alive yeah so in bengal the baul tradition is very very active there hmm. are bowls all over the uh, region hmm. and in villages they are very respected hmm. so their baul is taken care of hmm. and uh, in uh, the year i think it is uh, 2005 i think hmm. i'm not mistaken unesco has also taken up baul as a thing to be protected okay. like unesco has listed out things in india hmm. or things all over the world hmm. which need to be uh, taken care of you know hmm. like uh, 
what do you say preserve them hmm. so they are they are funding uh, projects on baul also oh nice and especially uh, parvati ji who is my guru parvati hmm. baul who is a baul herself she is a great sadhika hmm. so she is spreading the message all over the world because hmm. she keeps performing all over the world hmm. and people are getting aware of it in europe uh, baul has been very instrumental for many years now oh nice and even in uh, some parts of france also now america also there is a cult which is following baul mm-hmm. and you know why baul will be preserved on its own i suppose because mm. it is a message of peace and love Correct. and we all need lot of peace today yeah, because yeah. we all are very distressed and all are very very painful we are having lot of painful experiences in life mm. so baul is a message of love mm-hmm. and uh, right now what i am involved in mm. is we i am a disciple of parvati and she has an ashram in bengal Okay. which is called as the sanatan siddhashram hmm. so there we are building an ashram where we will protect the baul tradition hmm. and what we are doing is we are also the um, we are also looking after the bauls hmm. who are like old now hmm. because the city life and the city things are coming into the villages Correct. so bauls basically live on madhukari madhukari is like uh, begging uh, like bikshu you, uh, yeah, yeah we don't call it begging actually as yeah. yes, they are like they are singing songs for us and they are in return they have been given Hmm. Um, household things you know hmm, hmm. so they are living on that so hmm. that tradition also needs to be uh, safeguarded hmm. so there are ashrams which are working on that hmm. and uh, parvati's organization and students hmm. all of us are trying to support all these uh, little baul uh, akhadas as they are called hmm. the ashrams they are called as baul akhadas hmm. so there is a there is a funding which is happening for them oh nice nice yeah. and how like if someone wants to learn it someone wants to uh pursue it yeah. uh what what would be the steps like actually there is no prerequisite mm-hmm. if you have a very sincere mind mm. and you want to um, uh, attain that state of bliss or you want to achieve that mm. divine uh, love mm. you are free to go and learn baul from the masters themselves but okay okay like if you ask me i am mm. yet not qualified to uh, teach baul per se and how I, long you have been learning I have been with Parvati ji now for the past 6 years. 6 years. I have been following her like 10 years behind that. Mm-hmm. But like learning from her has been 6 years now. Mm-hmm. And what like uh, again it's very difficult to put in a bucket. Yeah. But still classical music uh, traditionally if you learn it takes 15 20 yes. years. Uh, yes. In fact some of the artists have started performing when they have practiced for 40 years, right? I know, yeah. Uh similarly here is there any time frame or Um, um not exactly is there like, any i am i'm asking a wrong question but is there any commercial side to this in performances or it's always uh, a baithak kind of a thing no 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 there is no commercial aspect in that way it's hmm. not like a very in thing like which is big paid very well or something like uh-huh. that but it is basically uh, preserved in the villages mm-hmm. so it is very much active there mm. and in the villages they don't expect much correct they don't expect much as a performer because mm. they don't consider themselves to be performers mm-hmm. so in that way commercially it is nowhere mm-hmm. but for a person to learn baul music and mm. sing it mm. it will always depend on what the master will tell you mm. because they are following the very very proper old tradition of guru shishya parampara yet today hmm very nice so hmm. they do, they won't tell you that okay you are ready hmm. you'll have to wait for you can't ask them that am i ready hmm. they will there will be a day when they will say that hmm. okay you are ready hmm. because i was trained into music and when parvati heard me hmm. she thought that yes i can perform she gave me permission and i perform baul music hmm. but uh, when she will decide for whom 
और वेन द मास्टर विल डिसाइड फॉर होम देर इज नो टाइम फ्रेम इट मे बी टू मंथ्स इट मे बी फाइव ईयर्स इट डिपेंड्स इट डिपेंड्स फ्रॉम पर्सन टू पर्सन इट इज वेरी इंडिविजुअलिस्टिक बिकॉज अनलेस एंड एंटिल यू रियली ब्रिंग आउट योर सोल आउट इन द ओपन यू कैन नॉट डू इट सो द मास्टर इज द वन हु डिसाइड्स ब्रिलियंट ब्रिलियंट Uh, I think uh, this is a good note to end this. Uh, okay. There are lot of things which are food for thought here, and obviously people interested can uh, log on to your website also to sure. uh, see some of the demo videos. And there's a lot of stuff on YouTube as well. I, right. I believe. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, any concluding thoughts you would like to add? Maybe a song. Oh, nice. Very nice. <laughs> sure. Uh so I think yeah, I'll just take a note, uh, sign off from here uh, right. and ask. uh uttara to end with a brilliant song sure thank you kichu din mone mone kichu din mone mone gorer kone boli shamer pirit rakh gopone isharay koi bi katha गोठे मठे देखिस जान क्यों ना शोने क्यों ना बुझे क्यों ना जाने किन मने मने शाम के जखन पड़े मने चाहो मेघेर पाने शाम के जखन पड़े भाटिया CEO and founder of Natigrities. They talk about coming from a business family and Dinika's journey in creating healthy and guilt-free snacking. Once again, don't forget to visit our merch store on ivmpodcast.com. We have some exciting new merch out there for you. 
Also, do follow us on social media. We are IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And do remember to spread the word about these shows and any other shows you might be listening to. Appreciate them, rate them, and review them wherever you are listening to them. You can also check out all our other shows on YouTube.com/IVMPodcasts. And finally, we would like to thank our sponsors this week: Volvo XC40 Recharge, Bumble, Heads Up for Tails, Kotak Privy League Program. and hdfc mutual fund thanks guys without you this would not be possible do you often find yourself surrounded by conversations about web3 blockchain nfts daos what are these terms and how do they affect our future on the internet so many questions but don't worry we've got answers to all your questions Hi, I'm Eklavya Bhattacharya and on our show Future Proofing, we try to decode the impact of these future technologies on various industries with experts and tech enthusiasts. Tune into new episodes coming out every Thursday on the IVM Podcast app and the website or wherever you get your podcasts from.